0: let's see we're live we are live I feel like the uh, the dude in the in the UFC or whatever I better not say that I better <laughs> not say that too much I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a bill in the mail we right. are live and then the bill's gonna come in for 1.2 right. million dollars I'll be working till I'm 90 uh that'll be no good but um hey man if you don't know him you're gonna know him now it's coach Eric Floyd he's from the southwest of our country but he's been coaching Uh, All over, traveling, he does these great 24-hour lock-in camps, which are on fire. Uh, He's starting to really build a name for himself. Uh, 27 years in the military, military vet. Uh, I mean, just look at him. He can eat you for lunch. And uh, we got him on today. And and wait till he tells you about these 24-hour lock-ins. You are going to want to go. I already want to send my kid. But Coach Eric Floyd, what's up, man? I love the shirt, purpose, bringing it.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I did. I I did wear it on purpose because we do. You know, I do have a purpose. You have a purpose, and and uh, the delivery of that, you know, will make an impact on on everybody. You know, um, even if it's one person, it's it's uh, valuable. So, but yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, got a little bit of the monsoons coming in this today, so the it's a little bit humid like it is there in Florida. So.
0: Oh yeah, man! But you look like you're in a great little park there, and. Uh... Chill and relaxing. Um, you know, first off, I know that you you make a living on doing clinics, doing camps, traveling the country. Um, I know you're able to do. You've been able to do that again the last month or so. But prior to that, um, how, how how was your life affected through all this?
1: So, are you so you're talking about the 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 lock-ins themselves?
0: Yeah, or your camps, your clinics, just your life. I mean, uh, have you been kind of locked up through all this?
1: No, actually, that's what's uh, pretty interesting. I, you know, I thought about it, you know, uh, over the last 24 hours, and uh, you know, what would I say? You know, how how did this uh, come about? And the, the thing that's pretty interesting is uh, th- these camps. You know, I, I got this from uh, Cliff Fretwell, Lee Roper, a- and Mike Mom. That, that I mean, he's the OG of this stuff, and um, I've been fortunate to to experience that. Eight years ago, and it uh, resonated with me, and uh, I've been able to take that and uh, plug and play, if you will, and I nice. got, uh, right. And uh, but up until recently, it hasn't been open to the public. It's only been for the high schools that I, you know, I'm associated with, or the wrestling clubs that I've associated with. Um, but with COVID, and having the you know individuals training in small groups uh you know things of that nature um it's created opportunities or I wanted to create opportunities for people to continue to train and it I'm telling it it, honestly my birthday was on June 14th and that was the first I'm going to say one that was open to the public and it just took a wild yeah wildfire yeah
0: is that is that the uh Cause I see you've done a couple now with those crazy cats, Krauss and more.
1: So I did, right? So I haven't done one with, with Krauss yet. Um, and, is that and the I one coming up? It. Yes, sir. That one's going to be in Michigan and uh, up at uh, uh Revolution Rest, uh, Wrestling Club, and uh, that is going to be pretty interesting, uh, to say the least. So, and the reason why I'm going to say that is uh, you know. It, the way that it's evolved from where, you know, Mike Moore was doing it or Mike mall, sorry, correction, uh, is you know, they were doing workouts every hour on the hour and they were doing probably about five, seven minute matches, right. During that, during the 24 hours, which is just, it's just a smoker, it kicks your ass. Um, but, you know, how could I utilize that 24 hours uh, more efficiently? And I, like I said, you know, that's kind of where it started. And then it just, I started, hey, having a, a clinician come out. Um, hey, I need you for, you know, however many hours and then I'll implement, you know, my, my piece to it. Um, and then continue for the rest of the 24 hours with that, with the workouts, you know, every hour as well. And uh, it was very hard when I was in Colorado with Mike Moore um, I actually had to pull the back the reins on him, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, for real. And that, and that, I'm already anticipating with Krause, Like I'm, I'm, like, man, how am I gonna like have this guy chill? Cause he's no, there's no chill.
0: Yeah, you know, I had I had one of your buddies, Jeff Estrada, on, and and he said to me, man, I want to do a 24 hour with Kraus. I want to see who lasts longer, me or Kraus. Can you imagine if you were doing one of these 24-hour camps and you had Mindset Mike, Jeff Estrada, and Coach Kraus all in this, would the kids
1: survive? (laughs) Holy smokes. So there's a lot of uh, training aspects that come into it. (laughs) And if if it was like unleashed, no. I mean, no, 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 no. There's a lot of physical things that come into play. Um, you know, uh, a lot of concerns with, you know, uh, physical, physical things that will like, I'm not going to say paralyze you, but like, uh, rhabdo, and I can't even think the f- full name of it, but like, basically you go into training overload and we, you and I talked briefly about, um, David Goggins and some of the stuff that he's gone through to what it does to your body. Um, you know my job as a coach when I'm doing them it is to, is to break you but also to get you through the 24 hours. So once I get you through those barriers get you through that barrier, break through that barrier and continue on. So like I said, you know when when I was doing that with uh, Mike Moore up in Colorado I, I did I had to pull him off to the side. I was like, look if we keep going like this like, these kids are gonna start dropping like flies. They're not,
0: they're not coming back.
1: No, no. That's, it, uh,
0: it's, is it like the, uh, what are they, like in the military, they put you through like that crucible where you go through the, the like the hell phase at the end and they, they try to take you and then, and then bring you
1: back up. Correct. And, and you know, um, even when you break it down even more than that, literally every hour that you have um, as a, as a coach or as a a clinician that's there, um, you have the ability to create, I'm going to say an opportunity, an opportunity to create something to where, Hey, what are we going to achieve this hour? Um, so each time, uh, you know, when that alarm goes off, some of these kids, I mean, it's like Pavlov's dog. That's like, oh crap, you know, here we go again. But it, uh, when you start implementing mindset into it and uh, hey, it's just, you know, another step, you know, another workout, a, hey, get through it. And you start working on the, uh, some of the principles that mindset has and uh, you really get to put it together all in one. So, I mean, it, it gets a little scary at times because I don't, I don't want to have have someone go through it. And they're like, no, I, either they hate their parents for sending them, Uh, They hate their coaches for sending them or they they hate wrestling, you know, and uh, I've actually had to turn away some kids that I'm like, hey, I don't think you're ready for this yet. Um, But just like with training, um, I think you had Coach Myers on just a couple days ago. And and, uh, so application, like how do you know, are you loading, deloading? You know, are you using a conjugate method? All these different things. But like once you start getting into the season, there's different focuses and and that's how this can be applied. I mean, you could do I mean, it's endless. It really, really is. It's endless. I've done competition camps where it's not a not a competition per se, but it's prepping them for competition. So I'll have individuals come in and and talk about, hey, you know, what do you do to prepare for tournaments? What do you do to prepare for matches? or post, you know, like, you know, what are you eating? How much are you eating? When are you drinking? What do you, you know, all of these different things, um, you know, you're on the backside of the bracket. Well, what does that mean? Um, so you can put all these different applications in there to prep, like say for instance, coming up that one in Michigan, that's going to be a, I'm going to use it as a big, you know, preseason nationals, super 32 prep, you know, so that for me, the focus to, you know, relay to them is going to be for those 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 tournaments coming up. Um, in the summertime, I, I do a, a help camp or a, a hammer camp, and that's no, it's no joke. I would not recommend that for anybody under middle school.
0: Is that, um, uh, what, what, is it the is it j rock camps? Is that the ones that people talk, or the, job? what's the camp that people speak very highly of? It,
1: it is, it's the 28-day j rob camp. And, and I'm sure
0: at the end, if they make it, but you know, I, I really, I'm going to send my kid one year. I, I hope God will and everything. And I'd like to send him one year. but it was interesting. Cause I heard, and it's nice to hear you say that in a smaller, you're doing 24 hours, not 24 days or whatever, but you're still focused on. Like I heard that if they don't eat the way he tells them to eat and take in the proper calories, that's a strike. If they don't do their walking or do their running or do their pushes, that's a strike. And so Correct. it's really, um, not only are, is, you're not there just to wrestle, you're there to learn life. It, it's, and it seems like you're doing the same thing, but in a in kind of a crash course.
1: Correct. And I'm probably gonna get a lot of backlash for this, um, but I, I'm gonna relay what I've heard other people say. They compare it to a 28 day in 24 hours. Um, there's, Cause there's accountability. You know, I tell them as soon as they get in, I have a briefing for them. Um, it's very military driven. Like if, if, you know, some of the individuals look at the schedule I send, it's in a military format, uh, very similar to an op order. But, you know, hey, how this facility is right now is how it will be every hour. So every piece of trash that I find, hey, those, those are burpees before you start your next session. Um, but they learn really quick. So, yeah, it is, you know, uh, learning these life lessons. Um, and then on, including with that is, uh, you know, how, how, can other individuals help you out, you know, um, because I will never claim that I, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, a high level coach. Um, there's other individuals that are just, just beyond, uh, with, you know, technique, um. Performance, you know, all these different things, just like, with, you know, the individuals you're having come on, you know, it's for a reason. So it can't at the camps or the lock ins, you know, relying on other individuals to help you get through that 24 hours. Um, you know, whether it's taking the trash out, mopping the mats, you know, currently, you know, sanitizing the room, a you, know, you have some older guys, you put them in leadership positions and yeah, I need you to make sure these guys are, you know, washing their hands or taking showers or, you know, um, you know, areas where we do have food, we're, we're not contaminating that stuff. So there's a lot of, uh, just like you were saying, a lot of life lessons within that 28 days. Um, but yeah, that's you, there's a lot of life lessons in that 24 yeah, hours.
0: That's, so uh, that's crazy. And you know, tell us, Coach, um, uh, obviously, uh, Mike Mall. You, you talked about Mike Mall starting this, but um, so I'm guessing you wrestled in, in high school and then, um, and then went off to the military. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and then and how you managed to kind of take over this from Mike Mall.
1: So um, I actually got into to wrestling here in Arizona um, in uh, junior high. And, um, you know, I actually, I thought about this too, but, you know, when I went to my first practice, you know, there's guys that had been wrestling for a couple of years and they're like, Oh, you're pretty tough. And I was like, Oh, right on, you know, and then, uh, wrestled in high school. Um, you know, and so here's, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit more of probably some, uh, I mean, I say probably failure type stuff and learning from my failures. So through high school, um, Nothing's, you know, placing at tournaments, but, uh, you know, and then joined the military. Um, once I got to Germany, um, you know, I deployed there, wrestled there in, in, uh, it's called USERA. So it's a European, uh, not going to say circuit, but just the open wrestling tournaments and, uh, did that, um, you know, for a couple years. And, uh, like I said, nothing, no. I was just there to compete and have fun, enjoy wrestling. Um, And then when I got back to the the States, my my wrestling, it, it tapered off. And that's kind of where uh, MMA, jujitsu kind of came into play. Um, And then when I was in Ranger Regiment, uh, Gracie's came and they were, you know, what, kind of the initial uh, modern army combatants program is or MACP, which a lot of people be familiar with um, started. So, you know, here I was not wanting to go to my back. I'm getting choked out. um,
0: But I don't think people know, I didn't know. People hear this guy, Eric Floyd does these camps but they don't know that you were a ranger, you were in the army, you were, it wasn't like you just woke up one morning and said, I can teach people to fight. I mean, you got a badass background, uh, well respected in, in in military, military combat, Ranger Regiment. And uh, how how did that help you transition to becoming this this, this
1: high level coach? Well, I wouldn't consider myself a high level coach. I <laughs> wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, okay. uh, a coach. I, <laughs> yes, sir. That coach. Um, so. there's two different things, you know, when I, so when I actually started coaching wrestling again, um, you know, people had asked me, you know, like my athletes would ask me, well, how does this compare your workouts? How does this compare to, you know, to the military or being a ranger? It was like, well, there's two things. One, right now I've only got you for like an hour, two hours, you know, in the military, I've got you for 24 hours. So, you know, what, you know we're gonna you know road march put throw on a rucksack from here to there we're gonna go do this and it's a continual thing the other thing is is, um you know we kind of that mindset of things to where if if you were to go out and if you were to go out and wrestle somebody right now what's what's the outcome I've never, I've never wrestled in my life. So, hypothetically, you go out and you wrestle. You go out and wrestle right now. You're not gonna, you're not gonna die, right?
0: No, I'm not gonna die, but I'm gonna get my ass kicked.
1: (laughs) But you're not gonna die, you know. So, um, but oh, I see what you're saying. If you,
0: if you, uh, yeah, if you screw up with your, with your platoon, your battalion, your, your ranger regiment. yeah, people but die.
1: It's, it's pretty much anywhere. Yeah, I mean, you're literally talking about training people in a life or death situation. And, and, you know, if you're not teaching them, coaching them, mentoring them, they're gonna die. Other people are gonna die. I, I might die. And um, so talking about, see the silence, <laughs> it's like, then when you realize, hey, the seriousness of what you're doing um, impacts someone's life. But as a coach, you know, like before the show, we were talking about it and, and, you know, having mentors that have an impact on someone's life, it is going to affect them for the rest of their life. So, um, it's very, it's parallel. It's parallel. Um, you know, wanting them to have success, you know, their successes are my successes. So, um, so
0: are you, are you like the, uh, are you like the DI at the end of boot camp that's crying when you're pinning the pinning the thing on their shirt?
1: Um, so some people would might say I'm kind of cold hearted or whatever, but <laughs> also at the same time. No, like there was a, a young man that went through a camp and I, I a matter of fact, he was in Colorado and um, I did not I didn't think he was gonna make it past, you know, three, four hours and um but he just kept going kept going kept going and um usually around three o'clock so normally i start the camps at nine o'clock in the morning but usually right around two o'clock three o'clock in the morning is when you start seeing body language people people breaking and that's where this young man did he was he was breaking and you know then you have that heart heart with him All right. Hey, you got here, you know, and and then on top of that, then you identify that individual to everybody else. Right. And uh, I did, I mean, we, there was some kids in in this camp that were, I'm going to say probably top two in the country right now. And uh, I said, you know, this, this, this young man that we didn't think that was going to make it beat you. He beat you to that point. You know, so now he's got some some, you know, self-worth, he's got pride of what he's done. But then I told him, I was like, you know what? This is where I, I got it. It's my job to get you to nine o'clock, finish that 24 hours. And um, so I do these hammers as far as awards. And- uh, that, was
0: my, that was my next question. I'm glad you, uh,
1: that was my next so, question. Tell us about the hammers you give out. Okay, so um, started back at, when I was at Fort Benning and uh, I would get them engraved and, you know, hand them to my soldiers or whatever while when we PCS or, you know, at uh, very significant times in the in the year. And um, a lot of people say, oh, that kid's a hammer or that guy's a hammer. And, and they're talking about be the hammer, not the nail. Right. Just, just destroying stuff. But when you really think about it, you know, a hammer is used to, you know, shape steel carve you know stone you know drive wooden pegs and and build things so literally like right now I mean you are a hammer at what you're doing right now I mean you're creating change that that which creates change so I was doing those and um, I was only making typically about 10% of what the camp was to hand out. And I would usually give it to other coaches or clinicians to to hand out. Hey, give this to whoever you think it, you know that that deserves this. And um, and I usually give one to you know the the lead clinician that's there or a host, you know things of that nature. This is um, your but,
0: shirt. This is this is the 24 hour. Like I made it shirt. So like J Rob gives the shirt, you give the hammer.
1: No, it's way beyond that. Like you don't just get a shirt. Like this is like, remember how we were talking about earlier, you know, the one percenters of the one percenters, that's what that hammer is. Um, ah, so this is so, more,
0: everybody that finishes gets a shirt, but only the top few get a hammer.
1: Correct. Nice. And uh, you know, I've had guys, you know guys go through three, four, five of my lock-ins that still haven't gotten one yet. And um, so, you know, earlier we were talking about special operations. And uh, you know, I told you I was gonna talk about some of my failures. So I actually went through SF selection, made it all the way through and I was a non-select. So uh, correct. So, you know, where do you go from there? You know, like, uh, you know, control the controllable is what we hear about a lot today. Those of you you
0: that don't know that stands for special forces.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, um, but in that school, you do peer evaluations. So you'll have your team, of you know, team of 12 and you have to rate everyone, you know, number one through 12. And then you actually have to non-select someone, right? So like your whole team can make it through. You have to rate them and you have to put one individual like, Hey, this guy has to go. So instead of me handing out hammers or the coaches or the clinicians handing out hammers because, you know, you'll see favoritism come into play or or perception of favoritism come into play. Um, I started sitting down with them individually, like, Hey, you know, over here, off to the side in the wrestling room or wherever and ask them how things are going. And uh, I'll ask them, Hey, who's your top three that?
0: you know, should get a hammer.
1: So I'll write it down their names or I have a roster and I'll put little tick marks and and then I just add them up. And then whoever's got the highest number, you know, they're, they're the ones that get hammers. Um, and, uh, but I did have one, like an extra one. So, but that young man that that made it through that, uh, that I was talking about earlier, um, I gave one to him. So, because, I mean, he did. I mean, that, yeah, He I mean, he was doing, like, all the things right. I mean, this kid was just sucking, just hating life. But he was still, you know, motivating his peers. You know, uh, there's times where you're, you're counting repetitions and you're like, come on, let's go. Come on, Ward, pick it up. Yeah. You know, and, Man, and that's it, exactly. He, uh, he must have been in tears when you gave him one. Yeah, and, you know, you were asking me earlier, like, do I get, you know, in tears at the end? You know, like that was emotional for me because I saw, you know, I saw what he has gone through, um, self-doubt, but he continued to, you know, persevere and get to that point. So, yeah, that that was an emotional moment for me, Um, you know, but also being transparent with the, you know, with your athletes that are going through there too, because they're just recently I stopped doing all of this stuff with them. So I used to do – Workout for workout with them, and um, but I'm gonna say as a coach, you know, if you're in there, you know, wrestling and technique and you know, drilling with people, you can't run your room. So there's certain certain uh, hours or certain workouts that I'll do with them, and uh, but for them to see me, you know, a grimace on my face or my body language. You know, or like when I'm done, I'm done or throwing up, you know, like they're like, damn, this guy's for real. Like, you know, there's a, a sense of respect, like, OK, this guy's not just, you know, having us do this because he says so. Like, you no, know, he's going through it with us. So, um, you know, doing that stuff with them and and going through and breaking through those barriers, it, it, it is. I mean, it's pretty special. Um, it's funny. Nice,
0: you know, Coach Gutcheck, I had him on. I think you asked me about him earlier, uh, Coach Myers. Yes, and uh, he said to say he says when I first got into the Ohio State room when they offered to bring me there to 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 start to train them. Yes, said, sir. The thing. He said the the way I had to earn their respect was I just had to go workout for workout with them, day by day with them, and and I had to do it with them for a certain amount of time. Until they finally realize, like, okay, just do this dude
1: is correct. And, you know, um, so I'll tell you a quick story. So, um, so a deck of cards, right? So, there's workouts you can do with those. You flip it over, whatever the suit is, you know, say for instance, it's hearts, you know, all right, hearts are push ups, you know, diamonds are sit ups, spades are squats, clubs are lunges, right? So, whatever you flip over, those are the, repetition like a four of spades would be four squats and then you know the jokers those those 10 burpees right so um i usually save that that's one of the the workouts that i have somewhere in that 24 hours and um it does replicate like okay you can't control what card's coming next whatever you flip over you do it and, and right next flip it over execute next flip it over execute next and there's some brothers here from Arizona and uh I was running a camp in Roswell New Mexico and um I had a stacked deck so I had (laughs) a bunch of a bunch of jokers in there so you know and they'll catch on they're like wait a minute that's three that's three that we already did jokers I'm like and I'll laugh and uh so they came to a recent one. So I had Mike Mall at a Fourth of July uh, lock in. And uh, they're like, hey, coach, we got a surprise, but we got a surprise for you. We got a gift. And um, I was like, all right, cool. You know, like, I appreciate it. And I noticed that they weren't giving it. They hadn't given it to me. They hadn't given it to me. <laughs> but, so, it, but at the end of camp, they're like, hey, here you go, coach. And it was a, a brand new deck of cards. Well, it was all face cards. No, so basically that's like every time you flip a face card it's it's 10. There, so, you know, so. so they just
0: so they just made a ton of enemies because everybody that got goes through that card challenge right uh, you know I think I remember now that you mentioned it, I think I remember being at um one of my son's practices and I uh vaguely remember coach Rose had a deck of cards and I think I remember yeah. him doing something like that. And then uh, yeah. when they hit like a joker or something, everybody had to call out what it was. Right. Uh, yeah. You
1: need to do it. And, you know, that's like another thing that like, uh, so. You know, with uh, that, be, what, kind of what you just said. Uh, Coach Krause, there's, you know, all these different high, I'm going to say high level coaches, right. Um, taking little pieces from what they do and, uh, you know, Say for instance, you know, it was a, uh, you know, a, an ace of spades, right? So, um, the the group would call out or you know echo what it is, um, you know. And I'll say, I know we're inside, but I want to hear your outside voice. So, um, you know, them being able to project themselves, things like that. But uh, kind of going back to that deck of cards, I was like, man, am I get like you said? They're gonna create a lot of enemies. I was like, okay, <laughs> but before I have them do this, I better figure out if it's doable. So, uh, it was, uh, the, so that was a Saturday or Sunday morning when I got that. And then that following Wednesday, broke it out and started doing it. And I, and I, I those boys. I was like, man, I, thanks for the gift, but, uh, don't worry. I'm going to re-gift this. <laughs> and uh, so, but they went to that Colorado camp with me and I uh, broke that deck of cards out. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, Co- Coach Myers, like, you know, you know, going through and, you know, battling in the trenches with them. Um, they will go, they'll go farther with you or for you when you do that. Yeah, that's, um,
0: that's awesome. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about, um about the lock-ins now, obviously there's no sleeping, there's no spending the nights because it's 24 hours. Now, do you do you mostly do them in gyms? Do you do them out in parks? Do you do them in campsites? Do you do them? Is it so, just uh, how do you set so, them all up?
1: Correct. Um, again, with 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 COVID, uh, we've been limited legally to you know where we can facilitate these. Um, so yeah, I mean it's been at, at different locations. Um, Prior to that, I did it at, in armories, so National okay. Guard armories. Yes, sir. And uh, it, perfect place for it because uh, it, it's typically a lot of room, you know, outside because um, I'll have them shoveling. I'll have them, you know, using sledgehammers, pushing cars, um, but then having, you know, the mats set up inside the drill hall. Showers are available. Um, and I and then on top of that, it kind of it puts them in an uncomfortable like an uncomfortable uh, environment, you know, like them walking in an into an armory um, puts them <laughs> into a fight or flight uh, mode. Like, Oh crap. Like this is real. Um, versus, you know, being in a traditional gymnasium or something like that. So um, but I, I want to touch on that. So uh for a long time, for years, I was reaching out to Mike Mall, like, hey, I really appreciate, like I don't want anybody to think I'm stealing this from you, um, but I would really love to have you come out and, um, you know, do it because behind the dirt, you know, run a technique session or or like six hours or whatever he would be available to. And uh, I'm sure he has a ton of people reaching out to him, like wanting to do things or whatever. And uh, he gave me an unrealistic uh, location. I was like, just tell me where you want to do it and I'll make it happen. And uh, he gave me an unrealistic, well, what he thought was impossible location. (laughs) So I'll I'll give you an example, like, hey, I want to do it at the Grand Canyon, you know, like, or at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And uh, I was like, man, I was was really, really trying to facilitate it. And um, covid happened and I, I was this close to making it happen so he he was available fourth of july and i was trying to get him fretwell and roper to come out kind of for like an anniversary type you know because that's the first one that i did with them uh, back in 2012 just like to, an appreciation like hey i appreciate what you guys have done i want you to kind of experience like kind of how what it's evolved into and uh so he came out and i was like hey i'm sorry it wasn't said location he's like well you know somebody can dream i'm still intending on making that location happen it's just how am i gonna facilitate that so yeah that's cool know, my ev- yeah like literally it might be a, like hey show up at you know sky harbor international airport in phoenix there's gonna be a bus, there's gonna be a bus okay. waiting for you. get on the bus, and we're gonna take you to location b.
0: when you show up for when you show up for boot camp
1: <laughs> yeah, correct I mean it, yeah I mean, you don't really know you have an idea where you're going, but you don't know your final destination. so I, I'm still uh that's still in the works and, and uh but I, awesome. I have to have some people with a lot of faith that hey, this is gonna be legit and I'm not sending my kid to some unknown, you know, clandestine location, but uh, I think it I I really think it'll be exciting and and the location that Mike Mall wanted uh, will definitely be an epic event and and location.
0: Yeah, so uh, you all are gonna be at the Arizona Cardinal Stadium now. (laughs) Uh, Hey, so Tanner Floyd, the old man is looking sharp. He really always does provide purpose and motivation to all the people he mentors. Uh, Anthony Chagola, Coach Floyd, making things happen, love you coach. So a couple of shout outs there for you. And uh, so those guys that, that when you brought them back for the anniversary, have you given them hammers? Have they gotten hammers for, for you taking this and going to the next level with it?
1: Yes, sir. That's yes, sir. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Some like highly custom,
0: <laughs> highly yeah.
1: custom hammers. Cool. So
0: one thing I wanted I wanted you to touch on before we get into my ten questions is something that's obviously very dear to your heart. I see you doing it every every day, every week. Uh, you have this twenty two push up contest yes, that uh, I, I see you marketing and doing all the time. Um, tell us about it.
1: So with the twenty two push ups that you're talking about, it's a twenty two push up challenge. And it's uh, to bring awareness to the uh, the veterans that are committing suicide daily, 22, and um, unfortunately, I've had some close friends that have, uh, I'm gonna say, come victim to it. Um, and you know, mental health uh, is uh, you know has that stigma of like, oh, I'm good, you know, and it, it kind of outside looking in, they might see me as like, all right, we're working on you know mindset, mental toughness you know, suck it up, get past this, Um, whereas this specifically, it's like, no, I mean, if you're in a situation where, you know, you need help, or you know, someone that needs help, um, the resources are there, um, you know, to get them help, so uh, I do those um, to create awareness for that, and uh, just recently, uh, I I made a post on, uh, you know, right now, uh, suicide is up 30% for, and this is general civilian population um, due to, you know, individuals with, you know, depression, you know, battling with depression. And, um, you know, with being, you know, isolation and, you know, social distancing, you know, the mental health aspect of, you know, what our, what our country or what our world is going through right now is very significant. So, um that's why i'm doing those push-ups and that you know that's why I, I post those things and and honestly you know if anybody ever needs to talk or you know needs some guidance or uh, hey where do i go to get my friend help or whatever don't hesitate to, to reach out to me if i know you are not um 20 literally 24 7 um because that, that that help and those resources are there and available all the time so but yes that's what the 22 push-ups are for that's awesome
0: man and uh, uh alfred sands just said that's a great challenge god bless our vet so uh shout out there all right so I, i'm ready for my 10 questions you ready all right let's go all right okay i tried to look into your your hometown there short leash hot dog or sonona style hot dog
1: it's sonoran hot dog sonoran yes. See, I screwed it up. Yes, Sonoran. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we know which one he's going with. All right. Mindset or technical?
1: We talked about both.
0: All right. Uh, Chile enchiladas or fajitas? Fajitas. All right. Stand up drill or sit out drill?
1: Stand up drill
0: uh if i screw this up i'm sorry no you're good you're good uh over easy or skillet pancakes
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm a foodie i love food and that's why i like to work out because if i don't i'd be like 300 (laughs) pounds both i don't know (laughs) awesome okay uh you got one day you go live go or a one day ibt when it's all about programming. Um Saturday. Saturday live.
0: All right. <laughs> Freddy's steak burger or a PBJ and bacon burger. Oh,
1: PB and J bacon burger.
0: Oh, it looked good. I was like, damn, I'm a fat Yeah. Ass. Yeah. My fat ass was like, <laughs> 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 All right. Uh I wrote this down and then I thought, isn't this the same thing? But what do I know?
1: Hand fighting or wrist control? Wow, yeah, that's actually a lot deeper question than uh, people, you know, what, what you might think. Um, hand fighting. Ah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know you just want one answer, but yes, hand fighting. No, You can keep going if you want. No, that, that's like a huge, huge, huge thing. Cause uh, you know, we talk about high crotches, double legs, you know, low singles, outside singles on and on and on um, in order to get a successful, you know have a successful execution of that it all starts with hand fighting. And, uh, and you know, outside people I'm going to cons- cause you, with hand fighting, you need to move your guy. Um, but I'm going to include footwork. You know, so I'm not even putting my hands on you, but I'm moving my footwork is gonna, is I consider that hand fighting. So yeah, that's a deep, that's a deep question. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: so um, uh, I hear that if you want to get trained well in hand fighting,
1: hit up Jeff Estrada. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> I'll put him up, he'll, he'll be in the uh, up and coming uh, camps. If, if, if he's down for that.
0: Love it. Um, ramen
1: or pho pho that's like that's a easy pho yeah matter of fact i think there's a a restaurant right around here really quick
0: you're gonna go get some right
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah you know how many people
0: have you know how many people have gotten off the show and texted me like that day and be like damn you i'm at the pizza joint (laughs) damn you i'm eating the fried chicken you told me about
1: (laughs) right right right
0: that's awesome um All right, this one, Uh, I hear a lot. Uh, Drilling or tape
1: study? It depends on who is running the drilling, like the coach in there, because you might go through some tapes, you see something, some video, you're like, okay, I got that. Um, you could go into your garage or literally on a football field, soccer field and start drilling what you think is, is right. But you could be drilling it totally Incorrect.
0: Maybe I should, I should, I should ask the question. Uh, Cause I, it's the first time I put it down because I was talking to um, I was talking to a young man, Sam Harry, who's got home that advantage. And he talked
1: Florida you know, guy, right?
0: No, he's uh Tennessee, Tennessee. But, uh, yes. but he's like, he, he's uh He's 14, and he's he's just kicking ass in life, right? But he's a good player, too. He's probably, you know, one of the top kids in the nation in his age group. But uh, he said that his tape study has really been very important. So maybe I should ask, if you are a wrestler, what percentage of the time would you tell a wrestler, uh, study tape first practice? 10 to
1: 20%. Yeah. T- yeah. 10 to 25%. Per- yeah.
0: T- about 10 to 20%. Um, That's awesome. so, so in a perfect, in a perfect athlete, uh, you would say there's gotta be obviously the technique, practice drilling, just the work, right. You got to put in the work, right. And then you would say you got to put in the mindset, right. And then k- get your mind, right. Get, you know, thoughts, process. I can do this. Right. And then you would say study tape, right? So if it was a, if, if you had a, you know, like a pizza, if you had a hundred percent or a pizza pie, uh, would you say, would you say uh 50% practice and then 25, 25 mindset uh, uh, tape study or how would you break that down to the perfect kind of. So,
1: so with the, uh, and what also also, on the person. Correct. Cause like, as far as like tape study or when you're breaking down film um, I'm going to correlate that to like uh, football when you're watching when you're watching film for football, you know, they're they're watching not a full game, but probably at least half of a game studying film. So when you're talking about time, um, that's pretty that's a pretty big uh, investment with with time um, where you could do that <laughs> with wrestling. But if you're looking at a specific technique, like a technique breakdown, you um, you know, what you might be five, seven, 10 minutes. So that's what I'm saying, depending on like how in depth with the film study you're in. Um, but, you know, drill, 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 drill. Cause I mean, you know, you look at some youth wrestlers, their drilling looks like garbage, but it, it, it takes time to develop that, you know, for Krause say it, you know, you're, you're like, you know, four or five years into wrestling before you're, I'm going to say considered good or, you know, or okay. So, I mean, it takes a long time of drilling and on top of that, having a good drill partner, um, to be, you know, successful. So, um, you know, percentage wise, um, you know, 50%, uh, drilling, uh, you know, you're talking about mindset, 25%, um, yeah.
0: I had coach Boskin on from Tennessee. Yes, sir. He's got those Tennessee camps and, and, and he spoke about it the same way. He said, first, I, first we, we teach them the core, the core skill, the core wrestling skills. Like you can't start to learn how to do flips and back, you know, all the crazy stuff that's done. Core. Cool. And then the second one is we, I make them repeat it. So, uh, he does these three day camps over in Tennessee. You probably know about him. Uh, he's got a, uh, a barn that somebody was nice enough to kind of uh loan him for his camps and and he says you know they're stuck with me for three days so if it's time to go to sleep and you haven't got it yet we drilling <laughs> so. right i mean
1: it's like uh you know like with curler i mean it, it, they have their foundation you know they their foundation system you know so it, it, it's broken off of common positions that foundation if you will and You know, they do. I mean, one of the ways that they market, you know, their camps is, you know, they have a camp that's drilled to death. You know, they're getting like 2,000 reps on that same, you know, that same technique. But with chain wrestling off of that, that single technique, um, it's, it's limitless. You know, it's like, you know, starting to play chess versus playing checkers, you know, it's like, okay, point A, point B. No, like I'm doing this because I want to get, you know, over here because I know, you're going to do this, this, I'm going to do this. And, but it all starts with that initial foundation of, you know, fundamental wrestling. So, but yeah, drilling, drilling, and then play, play wrestling. I mean, that's, that's one thing. I I think uh, a lot of people don't know how to do correctly. Um, because you know, a lot of wrestlers, they're just, uh, full throttle go getters, you know, um, but yeah, I've got a 14 to
0: go year old. So if, they, right. if they're messing around, you know, if, if, if Daniel hits the gas pedal on Zachary, it's trouble, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, they've got these uh, bean bags that they'll sit in the living room and they scare the shit out of mommy all the time because all of a sudden she'll see one of them flying in the air, <laughs> hitting the bean bag, and she's like, oh, oh you guys you just stop my heart. Come on. Watch his yeah. head, you know, because uh, <laughs>
1: brotherly love.
0: Yeah, that's my baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, stuff He's like that. character. Well, hey man, this has been awesome, man. And uh, like I tell people, keep kicking ass in life, man. And uh, you've already done that, man. You're you're just uh, what you've given back to our life and our country, and and what we have the right to do. Now you're just on 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 free time, and you're giving back to the kids and the community, and uh, so cool to get to meet people like you and and. I don't know. It's just an honor, man. I, it's really cool. I, I hope one day I get to shake your hand and uh, have my kid get to meet you and go through some practices with you. So, uh,
1: that'd be fantastic. I'd appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Thank you, man. It's an honor. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, <laughs> Tanner Floyd, bring the Ottoman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, we were wrestling one time. I caught the Ottoman in the, in the head. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, and, uh, yeah, just super dope, man. Keep giving away them badass hammers, and uh, and uh, I love it, man. I love what you're doing, uh, and just thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for accepting this, and uh, all right.
1: Well, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you know, on, it, honestly, that's it's more what it's about. It's creating opportunities, and uh, you know, some people might say selfless service, or you know, it's uh, you know altruistic, you know acts but um you know i do i I enjoy it i get a, a lot of pleasure and satisfaction in seeing you know individuals succeed and have success you know whatever that measuring stick may be um but yeah i mean thanks again for the opportunity and hopefully i'll be able to do that for a lot of other people
0: yeah and hey come on anytime man and i uh i love i love it man we had so much fun
1: All right. Good deal. That's it.
0: I'm I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to get some pho. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Maybe for uh, lunch or dinner. All right, brother. You take it easy, man. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thanks, sir.